0: Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Guillen. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, April 23, 2023. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions we at gifted to give podcast would like to thank everyone for their support we are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast podmetrics thank you so much podmetrics for the support and i urge everyone to support them as well and now without further ado please join us in welcoming monsignor achilles dakai
1: Good morning, thank God it's Friday within the second week of Easter, and welcome once more to our Bible study. During this hour, we sit down to study the Gospels, Cycles A, B, and C, assigned for next Sunday, the third Sunday of Easter. The Gospels are taken from St. Luke, the first and the second, and the third from St. John. We shall be focusing on just one point of convergence because the three of them make mention of a meal. They talk of eating at table. So, before we open our Bibles, or listen to the reading Saint Luke chapter 24 verses 13 to 35 that's the gospel assigned this year cycle A but let's pray Almighty Father send your Holy Spirit upon us that we may read your word with faith, reflect on it with hope, and uh, realize it with love, following the example of your only begotten Son from whom we learn freedom, fulfillment, and the future with you forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Our background photo is precisely the Last Supper because the three Gospels will be referring to this event. So now, let's read from our Bibles or listen to the reading of Saint Luke, chapter 24, 13
2: to 35. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther, But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, of the bread.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Miss Bastille, for reading for us the rather long gospel assigned for next Sunday. But again, as we have grown accustomed to do, we shall also refer to the cycle B and cycle C gospels. Now, you have just heard the gospel which only St. Luke has written about. He alone has narrated this incident when two disciples of Jesus, one named Cleopas and the other unnamed companion, who this Cleopas is we know, That he is the husband of Mary who also stood at the foot of the cross. But tradition says Cleopas was the brother of Saint Joseph. Cleopas therefore was an uncle, a uncle of Jesus. And who the the companion is, tradition tells us that since only Saint Luke has written about this, he must be that unnamed companion, but humble enough not to mention his name. So anyway, that's what tradition has assured us. These two disciples were sad and sorrowful because they had just attended the Last Supper. They had also witnessed the crucifixion. Along the way, from Jerusalem to Emmaus, 11 kilometers or 7 miles Long. Along that road, 11 kilometers, they were on their way home to Emmaus, talking about what they had witnessed. And then all of a sudden, Jesus, who has risen from the dead, that very Sunday, he must have changed his figure and his face because they did not recognize him then and there on the road. Like Mary Magdalene, to whom Jesus appeared before this, early Dawn, she did not recognize Jesus. She thought he was a gardener. I repeat, Jesus must have transfigured when risen. His body must have the qualities we call glorified body. Remember Lazarus whom Jesus raised from the dead, was raised back to his normal life and to his same body. But Jesus rose with a different body. They could not recognize him while Jesus was trying to explain the scriptures about what had happened in Jerusalem. A long walk it was 11 kilometers. That was a long walk of Bible study as they they were privileged to have. Then since that was afternoon as they were arriving at Emmaus almost sunset, almost dark. When they invited him to stay with them, very gladly he stayed with them. And supper was served. He, Jesus, went in the house of Cleopas and Emmaus and they were eating at table and immediately they observed that Jesus did something. He took bread, he has a blessing upon it, he broke it and he gave it to, his, to them, also maybe to the whole family. That was the time, the very moment, that they recognized Jesus. Why? They must have attended. Uh, They must have been there at the Last Supper. They must have heard what Jesus said, and they must have seen what Jesus did at the Last Supper. But once they recognized him, we are told, Jesus vanished, he disappeared. That's what he could do all the time. Appear and disappear with his glorified body. Now let us focus on this event. Immediately, this brings us back to the Holy Mass that we chose to attend every day, especially on Sunday. Sunday. At Mass, we also hear the words Take this and eat of it. After the celebrant has taken bread, asked for blessing, broke it, and gave it to us. Now, let us take advantage of this day to precisely deepen our faith in Jesus. Let us express our belief that it is indeed Jesus whom we partake of. When therefore the priest before distributing Holy Communion to each and every one individually. He says, the body of Christ. Your response, each one of you, is, Amen. Loud and clear, but with your hands still closed, clasped. Joined. say amen, that way, and then you take it and eat of it, optional, with the hands or straight to the mouth. I repeat, your amen, individual, loud and clear should express that firm belief that you recognize Jesus, this is my body, meaning this is me. So I repeat, and I would like this, that you should have learned this long time ago. When you say amen, join your hands, clasp your fingers, and say yes, Amen. Then, take and eat of it. Eat of it. In Cebuano, it should be kaon ane. Dile, kay kan ane. As if all of it, you eat. But only a part of it. Eat. Eat of it. Partake of it. Take a part of it. But then you recognize Jesus. But hopefully, when we receive Holy Communion, we should ourselves be recognized as Christians. How? By precisely standing up, lining up, one by one, falling in line, and saying that Amen. Now, as what happened to Cleopas and his companion, they had a Bible study along the 11-kilometer road from Jerusalem to Emmaus. At Mass, the gospel, the sermon are necessary. Preparation for the Holy Eucharist. You cannot therefore come to Mass maybe after this sermon because this Gospel as well as the homily are a part, integral part of the Holy Mass and in preparation for the Holy Eucharist. If the two disciples said to one another, our hearts were burning with fire when Jesus was explaining to us. So the reading, the proclamation of the gospel, as well as the homily should also set a fire. The congregation... And my my principle along this line is mahumanagani Hunung. That is a very good principle. So, from this gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 to 35, we learn that In church, at every mass we choose to attend, we should receive Jesus in His gospel as well as in His body and blood, but always aimed at recognizing Him as who for who He is and ourselves for who we are. That's why... When we are in church, let us be inside the church, not outside the church. So no chairs outside the church. So this is what we try to learn. A lesson that when we attend a Mass, let us stand up to listen to the Gospel and sit down to hear a sermon. And then we stand up again to line up and receive Holy Communion individually so that we recognize Christ for who He is. Your Amen. And then ourselves recognize as Christians in name and in deed. That's what we learned from cycle A gospel according to St Luke. Let us learn from another gospel still according to St Luke, but in continuation of this. The two disciples that afternoon, and the sun was already setting, they walked back, they walked back 11 kilometers back from Emmaus to Jerusalem where 10 apostles got together because each one was feeling miserable without Jesus. They have just witnessed the crucifixion Then Saturday was passing by and now it's Sunday evening. They were gathered together because misery loves company. That's why the ten of them, Simon Peter and Andrew, James and John, Philip and Nathaniel, Matthew and and Jude Thaddeus, Simon the patriarch. Thomas was not there, and Judas has already hanged himself. Just the ten of them. They were gathered in that upper room, meaning the same room where they had the Last Supper. Although we only have them pictured, but I'm sure there were ladies, women there, serving, and other disciples in the upper room, it's called. While they were there inside, behind locked doors, they were so afraid that the authorities might accuse them of having rubbed, taken away the body of Jesus from the tomb. They were there inside. And Jesus appeared with his glorified body. Of course, they were very happy. They rejoiced at seeing the Lord when he showed them his hands on his side. But they were still incredulous. They still could not believe their eyes that it was Jesus. And so Jesus asked them, Do you have something here to eat? Because he wanted to prove to them that he was also still a true man who could eat. But the important thing here is that when they gave him a cooked fish, a baked fish, Jesus took it and ate it in front of them, in their presence. And this is important, because the lesson I'd like you to learn is this. At home, when we are together, say for, Supper or dinner, when we are seated around one and the same table, and are serving and sharing the same food, let us precisely eat in front of each other, not in front of the television, much less in front of a cell phone. We must look at each other and make our meal common. Serving and sharing. No lazy Susan, because that kills the initiative to serve. But around the table, facing each other, we make our meal common. So that there we may also make common our minds, our meals, our moneys, our manners, and our morals. Remember the five M's of a family as a community of love and life. So this is the second lesson we learn from this second gospel cycle be according to Saint Look, Let us try as much as we can to eat together so that we would have the same feelings. You know, we are what we eat. As human beings, we eat. But remember, we should eat because we are human beings who need to grow with food. But I repeat, when eating, our meals should really be common. In marriage, in family, there is give and take. At meal, there is serve and share. They say that banquete in Cebuano is kombira, but in kombira, sometimes magiahe niya mag bira, which should not be. Kabangkete is precisely in Latin convivium, living together. So eating together, in front of each other. That's the second lesson. The third lesson we learn from the Cycle C Gospel, this time according to St. John. And only St. John has written about this, that Jesus during a weekday, not on a Sunday, during a weekday, again appeared to just five apostles and two unknown disciples Simon Peter Andrew James and John and Thomas was there and the two other disciples unnamed disciples they were out Fishing, meaning therefore, they were not just all the time in church, in the synagogue, no. They were also out to make a living, fishing. But this time, they were fishing all by themselves. All by themselves, without Jesus. Then, all of a sudden, precisely, when it was already dawn, the day has come, Jesus appeared to them. Naturally, they did not recognize him. He asked children, have you caught anything to eat? And Peter, the spokesman, said, No, nothing. We have labored, we have worked the whole night, which is the proper time for fishing. We have caught nothing. Makaingunta Jesus, Mirishi. Mirishi mo, because you did not count on me. Now, Jesus was on the shore. He could see them at dawn already. They had nothing. They caught nothing. And Jesus, at dawn, already morning, not any more time for fishing, but he said, Okay, cast your nets on the right side of the boat. And you will catch something. Even if they somehow doubted because it was already day, not anymore, time for fishing. They obediently cast their nets and St. John, St. John alone, who was there, who was there and witnessed it, they caught several, many In fact, 153 large fish because they worked, they were fishing, not relying on their own efforts, but because they in obedience to Christ's command. They worked with Jesus. Now this is the lesson I'd like you to learn. At work, either at home, in the office, or in the field, we may be working very hard, but relying on our feeble and fallible efforts, and we may catch nothing. We may not succeed. But if we call to Jesus and count on Him, At least with the sign of the cross before we work. Jesus has assured us, without me you can do nothing. So with him we can do something. If we really want to earn a living and earn money to buy food to eat, if we want to work for a living, we must call to and count on Jesus. Work with Jesus. The Benedictine monks say, Ora et labora. You pray as if everything depends on God and work because everything may depend on you. So, work Monday to Saturday, and worship on Sunday. Remember, Sunday is the very first day of the week. When you are energized on Sunday, then you work honestly, not just hard, but honestly, from Monday to Saturday. And then at the end of the week, Saturday you begin another week on Sunday that is it so from the three gospels we learn how to behave when in church how to behave when at home and what how to believe when at work so you see our honest attempt at trying to refer to the three Gospels, cycles A, B, C, and focusing on just one point, we may learn a lesson other than the usual and the traditional. So here I pause for some reflections that you may make or questions that you may ask.
0: And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500 Cebu, so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast,
3: Good AM, Mons. I will fervently and loudly say Amen when I receive the Body of Christ. As you said, it means we recognize the risen Lord. What a beautiful privilege, and this Gospel for Sunday comes alive for me every Sunday. Thank you for your reflections, Mons.
1: As I said, no Holy Communion without the Gospel. In fact, the Gospel, as suggested by Pope John Paul II, has to be studied. That's why he instituted this weekly Bible study that we may understand. When, before we even go to church, what the gospel is all about. No Holy Communion without gospel. And I repeat in the gospel, when you say praise be to you, Lord Jesus, should be as loud and clear as when you say, Amen. To the body of Christ.
3: Hello, Mons. Hello. Making our meal common so our minds, manners, manners and morals will help our will help our own families grow in food and in compassion to each other. What a beautiful practical reminder for all of us. Salamat, Mons.
1: That's true. Common minds. Not that we agree all the time, but that we agree to disagree. But at the end of the day, you agree. So at table, you make common your minds. One of the good things that you can make, make common when your meal is common, money. You let everybody in the family know the income and the outcome of both father and mother. Then, the manners. Thank you, excuse me, please. And above all, the morals. No double standard. Here in the Philippines, we hear that when a husband goes wrong, usually he defends himself by saying, sapagkat kami tao lamang. niya ang asawa, unsya iring o iro.
3: Hello. Why didn't Cleopas and his companions notice Jesus right away? Wouldn't he look the same or look familiar? Hmm? I guess. Why didn't Cleopas and his companions notice Jesus right away? Wouldn't he look the same or look familiar? Why these two disciples were not able to recognize immediately Jesus?
1: Okay. As I was saying, Jesus rose from the dead with a glorified body, spiritualized body, which could not be seen and could not be touched. But He, Jesus, could make it, could make it visible and tangible. So that's what happened and since they could not recognize him because he must have changed his face or his figure and why because they wanted he wanted them to have faith in him to see him with the eyes of faith that's why he even called mary Woman, not mother, but woman of faith. He wanted Mary to also save herself by being a faithful individual.
3: Good AM Mons. How to Behave at Home and at Work which you connected to the Sunday Gospel is very much needed. This weekly Bible study is like my walk in the Emmaus Road, ready for my Jerusalem, which is the Sunday Mass, where I can receive Jesus. Salamat mo.
1: So remember, ha, when before we refrain from any servile work on a Sunday and now it has been allowed that we may work for a living on a Sunday but the company where you work on a Sunday is obliged to allow you employees, sales girls, whatever to allow you to hear Mass at the nearby church. Or within the compound itself. Within the company or the mall. There must be a Mass for everybody. So, even if we work for a living on Sunday. Even if our work is called servile. For a living, we must hear Mass, we must find time Mass. If you are at SM or Ayala, they have Masses within the compound, within the malls.
3: Good AM Mons, Can we still take the communion if we are late in the Mass? or should we refrain from doing so if we're late?
1: I have always spoken about the Holy Mass because the Mass is the center and the circumference of our daily lives. So, from what we have learned here, From the very first gospel, cycle A, according to St. Luke, let us try to be prepared at home and enter the church, prepared to listen to the gospel and the homily. And much more prepared to receive the body and blood of Christ in Holy Communion. So, no cell phone inside church. And no other prayer book. Just make the gestures, liturgically correct gestures. Then sit down, stand up, kneel down etc. And get together, don't sit apart from each other. We are an assembly, we are a congregation in church. A church precisely, ecclesia means assembly, togetherness, as a community.
3: She was asking if it can be without to receive Holy Communion even if she or he is late in the Mass.
1: Again, again, if?
3: Late in the Mass can still receive the Holy Communion. Holy Communion.
1: Yeah.
3: Even late daw sa Misa. mag siya Even uh, one person uh, attended the Mass, uh, already late for the Mass, can, still, can he still receive the
1: Holy Communion? Yeah. That's why he was. Ah. Communion can be received more than once. If, for example, you hear here mass in the morning, receive Holy Communion. There is a wedding that your sponsor you may receive again but only twice, not three times, only twice you receive Holy Communion, either on your hands or straight to the mouth. But when you feed yourself, don't do like that. That is hab hub in, in Cebuano. You Pick the host up and feed yourself. But there are still some whom do otherwise. So let us learn how properly liturgically correct we do things at mass.
3: Thank you so much, Monsignor, for your Inputs and reminders regarding the holiness, benefits, and correct demeanor when attending the Holy Mass. Indeed, the sacred host can give us the healing we ardently desire. We hear of many miracles done from fervently attending the Holy Mass. Thank you again, Ms. Thank you much for always giving us a beautiful reflection from a a very popular gospel story. You always try to connect in with our greatest treasure, the holy mass. God bless you, Monsignor, and you are always in our place.
1: So aside from this oral reflection we are making, you should get Hold of my written reflection, which I send before today, so that you may keep on reading it and learn more from what I have said in writing. So, the third Sunday of Easter, you know, way back in 1960. The third Sunday of Easter was April 3, the very day I was ordained a priest. April 3, 1960 was already the third Sunday of Easter. And that was last April 3. So anyway, let us pause, therefore, for our final Blessing the Lord be with you. May the Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you again.
0: Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share. God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Guillen signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all and to God be the glory you've just listened to the gifted to give podcast with your host brother gian brother john and father george catch our next episode this episode of the gifted to give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the give It to Give podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time.